0: Welcome to Resoul Rebels Radio, the show for anyone who has the guts to engage with the unknown while we get to know more about who we are. In the Light Language Lab series, I explore a form of sound healing called Light Language. It's a bunch of intuitively channeled codes from all sorts of dimensions that go beyond our 3D personalities and can only be understood from our hearts. I'm still figuring out how it all works and decided to share this adventure with you. If you want to support the show, hit subscribe and leave a review. I love your feedback, it's encouraging and inspires me to create new content, plus it helps other people find this. This is a solo episode in which I explore what light language is and what it's not. So let's do this!
1: So there we are! It's testing, yes, it's running. It's running. This is such a crazy event, guys. <laughs> of course, you weren't there, but I'm trying to record this, um, yeah, from this moment of sort of inspiration, and there everything's going wrong to like prevent me from recording this, um. So I was in the shower and I was thinking about uh, what to say about what is light language. What is light language? Because this question um, logically is asked a lot uh, after my first episode. Apparently it wasn't clear enough. And of course it's such a mystical thing. It's, It's kind of... Bold to, to say that I'm going to explain it now. Uh, so let's let's stay humble about it, and also, really a disclaimer, really taste for yourself, what's true for you, and I I say the word taste, um, um, because I think tasting truth is for me it's tasting like you you sense it these things you cannot these are things you cannot like try to break down analytically with the cognitive mind get into the experience yourself to find out what's what's true for you really so i'm just sharing what's uh at this point seems true for me or at least a layer of truth you know I think the truth is very much layered but before I make like a huge sidestep in that arena and already also a disclaimer to like make my apologies for probably being a bit uh, yeah organic and unstructured in a way because the information field that just like sort of showed its face is is so huge and fast that it's kind of hard to try and capture it in the language yeah in this language in English or yeah and that's not even my native language of course, so <laughs> that's even more hard <laughs> so, so yeah why do we make it so hard for ourselves anyway it's it's i I feel it's um it wants to come out so Let's try and give it a go, uh so yeah, yeah, but that was already a thing, huh with the trying to capture what light language is in this language, because um this language that we're that we're talking in right now uh comes with words with quite aesthetic and permanent meaning, like a table today is gonna be a table tomorrow, you know uh so the words are pretty static and also um what happened to the words is that that they uh they they lack the experience or the feeling underneath so it's no longer that uh somebody explained it really beautifully like we have the word tree for like this really Mystical type of yeah, piece of nature that has like you can relate to or you can sense it even and and this whole uh, bottom beneath such a word that you could like express like, oh, it's a tree. you could like you could like infuse that word with that type of feeling, that type of relation you could have with that tree. But we sort of lost that. So it just became this uh, four-letter word, word tree. And um, that's it. It's like you, you do all these words and all that language just because you learned with your cognitive mind. And we have these agreements. We have these dictionaries that tell you, like, it's this and that. You learn it in school. But we we, like, sort of separated it from the experience that you can have interacting with the world, experiencing the world. And that's like a big, big chunk of what we're here to do. It's very special to have a body and all these senses and to experience, yeah, stuff. I'm sort of referring to that we're being right now in this human form. And I'm suggesting... That that is not the only form in this galaxy, which is pretty vast. (laughs) It's not the only possible form. (laughs) and Well, that's actually another story because I wasn't busy with that stuff at all until a few years ago. Until I discovered light language. So yeah, this language is static. It's permanent. A word could have like a few meanings but it's pretty singular and of course if we get into that discussion language is dynamic in a way but it's pretty dense it's pretty dense and uh, this whole place is pretty dense everything has form we have gravity you know we're, we're like in this body and Yeah, so light language is also a much lighter language. It's a form of communication that has no permanent form or shape. It doesn't have a static form. So when I say, uh, If I say like that, which was like a, a snapshot of light language, so if I, if I make a sound, I was just doing that, right? It's not like that. It means table in itself. So it doesn't mean one word. It could have like a field of information, it could have like a feeling. It's like an ex- expression of a of a feeling or or of of like knowledge that moves in a different way. Like moves more from the knowing. You could compare it to like um yeah it too like when you try to explain love it's a feeling right it's a feeling it's something you know if i ask somebody else to say like do you love me it's like a you have to like trust it you feel it you sense it um, the dynamics around it is is just as mystical as it is with light language So it's definitely a lighter language, a a, a language that is not um, restricted by the same form for the same type of feeling each time. It's very fluid. It's very fluid. It doesn't have to sound fluid necessarily, but it's very fluid in the way uh, that you use it. Yeah, that's that's an, an explanation that came to me just now in the shower. <laughs> it came to me like it's a lighter language. You know, it, it's not restricted. But most of the time when people try to explain the light part of the word light language, they refer to that it comes from light. That it comes from light as in... So sort to of say like it comes from love and light. It comes from Yeah our pure light, our essence, our you know, like um in the Tibetan Buddhistic practices that I done for many years or the teachings that I received, they always say like you are the Buddha, you are pure light, and this is really what I experienced also like when I was in Retreats for 10 days in silence, that sort of stuff. I I experienced this to be true. So please go out somewhere (laughs) and try to get this experience without actually grasping for it. That's that's another thing. So let's go from this assumption that is in my experience, at least, that we are pure light and that we have the ability to communicate from this part. Some also call it like um, the language of your soul. So it's your soul expression. It's a possibility to communicate from a part of you that goes beyond your ego construct. It goes beyond judgment, stories, all that stuff. So it's just... Like directly communicating from a space that's higher up or deeper within. I don't care. We love to know where it is. but <laughs> Because some people have a problem with higher selves or deeper selves. It doesn't matter. It's just like a place that is before or beyond our normal judgmental minds. So that's just lovely, and that's also funny, actually, because there's still a lot of judgment that goes around about what is light language and what isn't. So we <laughs> we still we still try to like judge like oh, this is light language. No, that's not. That's it. But um, of course, some stuff is light language, and some stuff isn't. But I'm trying to be really careful about it. For me, it's in the sensation. I can sort of I can sort of feel the difference when it's just like a <laughs> or when it's yeah, from another place, and actually, in my case, when I just did that, it tends to like shift into like language quite easily, um, even when it sounds really silly really don't restrict yourself if you want to try and do it don't restrict yourself with this egoic voice like constantly monitoring yourself monitoring yourself like oh this is not uh, pure this is not my pure light or this is my pure light oh i'm so pure my pure light is so pure this is going to be like a big booby trap for you (laughs) so don't don't do that and um, in the other hand if you do that just notice and sort of start again because you can also there's another booby trap that if you want to not let your egoic voice enter this experience it's gonna knock on your door It's going to knock on your door and it's going to stay knocking and it's going to knock harder and harder. It's going to throw things at you with judgment. And, you know, so, so, yeah, it's that's what I also love about playing and using light language is that it's a really a mind training too on how to, yeah, sort of work with your ego. Because you cannot push it away, even though you would like to sometimes. Uh. Uh, you sort of have to embrace it and like <laughs> pat it, pat it on the head, <laughs> caress it a bit. And yeah, yeah, it's sort of like a toddler that <laughs> that you, yeah, that has like uh, its moment and needs to cry a bit, wants some attention, but well, you're not going to give it too much, you know, but you're not going to push it away either. So it's really about managing that part. That's probably another episode because that's more like into the area of producing light language, working with ego and also listening to light language, working with ego, working with ego and the analytical mind that's trying to understand what the hell is going on. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you want to understand what's going on, but sometimes, especially when you start uh, like dealing with mystical things like channeling and working with the unknown you cannot in the tempo you would like to understand things you cannot solidify uh, such a fluid thing Uh, and actually that's what i love about engaging with the unknown that it is not possible that's why it's so for me, at least, so interesting to to deal with this so i I'm really drifting, I realize I'm drifting <laughs> with the thing of the what is light language. but I think I said a lot, didn't I? um because I already explained in another episode in the in this yeah, well, actually, in each intro, I say it's intuitively channeled tones I and mean, it could be like many expressions but of course i'm doing a podcast so we only hear tones right but you can like um people make art with this beautiful beautiful art really go and look up this type of art light language art and some people just like write it like um, handwritten text what i also tend to do is I can, I can write it but it's it doesn't come very natural for me to write it so maybe with practice it will flow better but yeah my current expression of course if i'm going to do a podcast about writing light language is going to be rather silent i think <laughs> so that's not a good idea yeah so you can write it but there's also like a gestures with your hands it's a bit like uh, italians right they talk with their hands so this is also a part of my expression sometimes it doesn't it j- i just go with the urge because this is really important about light language it's not something you make up if there's any way to taste the difference for yourself whether it's light language or or not is whether it flows by itself sort of so you sort of become the listener um to what you're going to speak you become the listener you are the speaker but you you also become the listener you don't know if if i sing lang- light language i i don't know what i'm going to do it just unfolds and it's just like a like a sort of a, a sort of a waterfall i just i just open the the tap and then the water streams out it just flows and uh then it can become sort of like a dance where you where you're like oh maybe we can maybe we can let somebody else come in front of the microphone so you become sort of a, a microphone <laughs> yeah because your your body is like a channel so it's really important to be in your body be present in your body because otherwise you cannot be the channel and then yeah you use your body as like a sort of a channel and you it streams through you. It's sort of like an inspiration or that's intuitively just pours out. It pours out of you. And then, of course, you could ask like, yeah, so but where does it come from then? You know, what is it? What is it? And this is really, there's so many things that's said about that part, which I'm a bit careful with because... Whatever you say about it, it tends to go hand in hand with our very human nature to judge it. So, some say, hey, you have the angelic, you have the galactic, you have the ethereal. I don't even know what ethereal is, but <laughs> I heard somebody say that word and I was like, okay. And he said it was a, like a, a leveling up in frequency. So, yeah, well you could imagine that the lower you get down to earth, in the earth, the the higher the density is. It's also even in your own body, like if you, if you have the do, re, mi, fa, sol, like the, you know, you start from the crutch and you move up, like, or with the chakras, you know, you, from the base the base has a more like a, that kind of feeling and then you go up, 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 up. you go up, you go up so uh, but to me it, it's more like it could be it feels like it's dimensions of myself so I consider myself to be a multi-dimensional being that's awake right now in the human construct we called iris. So this is this is where I'm awake and where I'm operating and know that I'm operating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's getting. This is really like uh, hard for <laughs> my peanut brain to wrap itself around. And so it's probably also going to be hard for your peanut brain. Unless you were already really used to these type of concepts, so I see myself as being operational and like awake in an alert sense. Like like, yeah, I know I'm Iris. I have I have this job. I I do this and that. I live this house in this house. You know so so this is the dimension in which I'm awake, and this is like a three D dimension most of the time. It's like the tonal world that we can feel and hear and um, like touch I mean like really touch like feeling in a touching way I can touch the table I can touch this you know but then you have different realms you have like the spirit world and in these realms it's like it's the unknown so anything could be there we cannot see it and it can be, of course, rather yeah disturbing or frightening, <laughs> or so so yeah, that's also something to really keep an eye on, uh listening to this, listening to light language, opening up yes or no, to this modality to see if it's something for you um that the fear around this is very... big and on the other hand uh, the longing inside of us to know who we are is also really big but we cannot know more about who we are if we're not willing to enter the unknown but we want a sort of like a security (laughs) pass We want sort of guarantees (laughs) that everything will be all right (laughs) on the other side. Well, there's like a a nice reassurance because with light language, we're still like, it's it's not that uh, risky, you know. (laughs) It's not that risky. If you do any extreme sport, it's way more risky, if you ask me. So, um, yeah, that about that part. I feel I'm starting to get to the end of this. I'm starting to get to the end of this and I'm I'm thinking out loud if there's anything I didn't mention yet about what is light language. Oh yeah, so I was talking about where it comes from these dimensions, yeah. So in my experience it comes from dimensions that belong to my sort of soul space. Or my soul tribe or these dimensions are in how I experience it part of me. So for me I find it fascinating to like get to know me in that way. And others, others, others say they channel uh, like councils like the Arcturians or the Syrians. It, those are like uh, star, star, how do you say, um, star groups sorry it's not my native language so these are like star groups you have the arcturians the syrians the, um andromeda um, all these sort of uh, star groups there's probably a better word for that but i'm not it's not popping up right now <laughs> um so there are also people that like really channel that but i just channel what seems to f- feel like part of me so it could be galactic could be sound like really like star wars yeah so in my case i just channel what's seemed to be part of me and this could be very galactic but it could also be like really ancestral and lately a lot of ancestors are coming through but they still feel not too earthy but their energy feels really earthy it feels really grounded and um solid like in a but in a like a nice it has a nice warm base like it's a mother earth type of hmm, like energy and i love it and yeah so then i i i sound like an a Native American woman that's singing, and there's also like more like a a man that's that's maybe her husband I don't know maybe <laughs> she sounds more like a tibetan or and there's also like more like the joker types or it could be anything and to me, it's really yeah wonderful and miraculous to to give voice to all these dimensions that are apparently really close by me or part of me or I don't know how that exactly works and I'm just I'm just uh, yeah I'm just uh it's possible to give them voice I'm just a microphone there's so much ways to play with this to have fun with it and they they have their own little benefits uh or actually I shouldn't share little because it's quite magical so i really hope this helps to to know a bit more about what light language is and it's probably never going <laughs> never going to be totally satisfying for our cognitive minds the way it's explained i think uh, we we shared a lot on uh, on the topic right now but i really feel it's important to do this because it's like our birthright this type of language that's beyond form that is the expression of our soul is really our birthright and i really wish for us to uh, remember and take this gift
0: that's already ours. So that was it for today. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe. Every other two weeks, we'll put up new episodes on Fridays. For details on where to find me, please check the show notes. If you like to see what you hear, check out my YouTube channel will put up transmissions by themselves as well to enable you to easily listen back as many times as you like to really enjoy the codes. See you next time and be well meanwhile.